Hey, what's going on, everyone? Thanks for hanging out, and welcome to the first ever bonus episode of Our Brains Hurt. Today, we're featuring a record release from Staten Island punk band Going Places. Their album, Save the World, drops right now. Find out where you can purchase the album within the podcast and also on the links below the podcast. And be sure to stay tuned to the end of the podcast where we're going to close out with a song from the new album, the song called Cell Phone Girl. So here are the guys from Going Places talking about their new album, Save the World. Tonight we're talking to Richie, Frank, and Victor from Going Places, Staten Island punk rock band. So their new album, um, Save the World, comes out today. Let's go around the room, kind of like an awkward first day of class, and just introduce yourself and tell us what you do <laughs> in the band. But yeah, sure. You want to go first, Victor? Sure. Uh, I'm Victor. I'm the drummer and uh, one of the singers in the band, and uh, that's it. You know, uh, loving the, loving this. I'm Richie, Richie Holes. I'm the guitarist and one of the vocalists in the band as well. Yeah, we're very excited about the new album. Cool. I'm Frank. I'm the bass player of the band. Sweet. Nice and simple. That's, I'm also go. a bass player, too, and that's all I would have to say as well. <laughs> yeah. No, no one wants to hear yeah. from a bass player. Do you guys have like a, a main songwriter? Or is it all pretty collaborative? Lately, it's uh, myself and Victor. Um, if you go back a couple of albums and Frank, too. I mean, yeah, it's, it's it depends kinda... on which song. Yeah. yeah, it's it's changed from album to album. This new one was all Richie, um, but prior to that, yeah, like Richie said, it was collaborative. Um, the first record going back like 20 years ago was a lot of the three of us writing stuff together at practices. And then as it progressed, it got a little bit more separate and people bringing in songs to the band and stuff like that. You guys are all, are you guys all originally from Staten Island? Yep. Yeah. Oh, cool. So you all grew up there. Yeah, um, grew up here. wasn't born here, but just two years, I, I lived somewhere else. Yeah, I was but. born in Brooklyn, cool. but I, I, I just know. Same here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was right. born in Brooklyn, too. Yeah. So, wow, the, so we were all The progression usually <laughs> is Brooklyn to Staten Island and then to New Jersey, but none of us have made the leap <laughs> yeah, to New Jersey yeah. yet. You just you made, you made the Verrazano, but haven't gone. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, my family is from the Bronx, and uh, I have family out on Long Island, too. So oh, yeah. I'm constantly driving through Staten That's Island what... to get to Long Island. Yeah. yeah That's exactly. what most people do. Yeah. Yeah. They don't stop. <laughs> yep. So what kind of punk scene was there when you guys were growing up, and what made you guys kind of gravitate to punk rock? Well, I mean, for, for me, the, the big record, um, I was born in 1980, so like a lot of people my age, the big record was Dookie. Um, I, I heard that. Um, that just changed everything for me that got me into music and then I just started digging from there and getting into all the lookout stuff yeah I would agree uh I I, I started out as like an alternative kid in like the early 90s listening to like you know what was on the alternative radio at the time which is you know yeah. people don't use that word anymore I know it's like a bad word but at the time it was like Nirvana and then uh, after uh, Nirvana obviously stopped, uh, I got into Green Day. And then from there, you know, I got Operation Ivy. Frank got me, uh, made me a copy on cassette. <laughs> That's how old we are. And uh, I remember putting it in my car going, this is amazing. And it was all downhill from there, however you look at it. But it was, uh, that's what really got me going from that. From, from Operation Ivy, I, I, you know, I got into Rancid and, and then, uh, I really got it to look at after that. And that's what Frank got me into, you know, Miss T experience, the queers, 
uh, Groovy Ghoulies, all those yeah. good pop punk stuff that I can still listen to constantly and, and never get old to me. For myself, it was Green Day first, same deal with Dookie, but uh, shortly after Screeching Weasel and Operation Ivy because yeah. of Lookout. And uh, yeah, very similar to Frank and Victor, a lot, a lot of the same bands we listened to growing up. Uh, some other ones, MXPX, Bad Religion, No Effects. Uh, before Green Day, I was uh, into Guns N' Roses Sweet. a lot. That was the first cassette I ever got, uh, Appetite for Destruction. Awesome. Yeah, my first cassette I ever bought was Def Leppard Hysteria. Oh, nice. So, um, nice. <laughs> yeah, I was born in 77, so I'm, you know, I have kind of like the same musical track as you guys. I was totally into like Nirvana, Pearl Jam, uh, Cranberries, yeah. all that, you know, alternative radio, basically. And then uh, I started hanging out with skaters in high school uh, when I was like a sophomore or junior, and they were into punk rock, so I just kind of like, started listening to some of their stuff. Then I got totally hooked on like the Southern California stuff, like bad yeah. version, no effects, Pennywise, all that stuff. Um, yeah. But Absolutely, then once I heard screeching yeah. weasel, I was like, shit, this is, uh, th- th- that's like probably my favorite band of all time, but it's, this isn't about <laughs> me. So <laughs> um, talk, how, how long did it take you guys? When did you guys start writing this album and what was the process <laughs> like? Oh boy. Richie, <laughs> you can start this. Yeah. This is all you. So, right it's a lot of the songs like were partially written in the late nineties believe it or not, and early 2000s, uh, but just bits and pieces of them, a lot of the verses and choruses here and there, and maybe some lyrics. But then like in, I would say 2018, a, a lot of it was finished and, and a few other songs were added to that from scratch. So it's, it's mixed all over the place, okay. honestly. So it has, it has a very 90s feel to it, but at the same time, uh, it's it's a little different for us the album it's coming out on mom's basement records yep how long have you guys been ha- working with them um we first got in touch with john in late 2019 um so we recorded okay. the album in the spring and summer of 2019 and then we started passing it around um and we got in touch with john and he at that time he said he liked it and he wanted to put it out, but he had like a lot on his plate. So he said basically up front, um, you know, I want to do it, but it it probably won't come out until like late 2020 or if not later. And he's like, do you guys want to wait? And we said, yeah, definitely. Like we wanted, we knew from the start, that was like one of our dream labels to work with. So we were psyched when he said, yeah. Um, And then, so John's doing um, the CD and the LP version and then it's coming out in Japan on CD on a water slide records. And nice. um, I'm not sure if you're familiar There's this new label memorable, but not honorable that does all cassette releases. Um, it's a relatively oh, cool. new okay. label. This guy, Henry started it up. Um, I think in like June or July, but he's done a lot of cool stuff. Like he did the new screeching weasel album. He did the new Mangies album. Oh, nice. Um, so he's going to be putting it out on tape as well. Cool. Yeah, so we got a nice uh, team working on it with us. Yeah, we said all we need is eight track and we cover everything. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah. I'll come <laughs> back eventually. <laughs> Where'd you guys record? Who'd you like? Who'd you work with for the like engineering, recording, producing stuff? Honestly, we, we recorded in my basement. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was all home recording. Uh, a lot of digital stuff, and I, I, I engineered and produced. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it was all in-house. Richie Richie Holes is magical. It sounds great. I mean, yeah, you are. (laughs) 
because it really does sound fantastic, man. That's really thank you. And that's uh yeah, I mean, and if you're good enough to do that, and I mean, that's a lot of money saved right there too. Oh so. yeah, yeah. Our first that's album, awesome. we we did it um with with Mass at Sonic Iguana, and then um, after right. that, I guess Richie kind of tried to learn a few things because he did our, our our next two albums. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, for my my band, my singer guitarist has his own recording studio. That's where we practice. So I've also never had to really like worry about paying for recording. it's expensive it was very <laughs> expensive let me it tell is. you <laughs> it is and then like the vinyl is crazy expensive it's just like it's not cheap to put out a oh. record man i mean but, you could um, you could you could yeah, throw so it on Bandcamp for free but you don't get the same yeah. distribution and it feels real when there's a physical product how'd you guys get hooked up with mass and i know that uh joe queer did a cameo on your first album too like how'd you guys hook up with the two of them um that that was just we had recorded two demos back then. Mm-hmm. Um, and and, you know, we were just handing them out, playing shows. I don't even know if we were selling them at that point. I think we were just giving no, them I think out we were just giving them out. Yeah, I don't think we were selling yeah. them. And they sounded like complete shit. These demos like that. That was that was real recorded. basement. <laughs> yeah, that was basement recording. Oh, yeah, was that, that was... or four check. I don't remember. It was, it was it was not great quality. Actually, it was pretty crappy. It, it was a digital eight track, too, but it, it still <laughs> yeah. sucked. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we had those demos and one of my friends said, you should send this to Mass because this sounds like the, all the bands he records. And I said, yeah, but he only works with real bands. And he's like, well, what, what could it hurt? So um, I sent it to him and he surprisingly wrote back and he said, I, you know, you guys have some good songs. I'd like to work with you. So that's how that got hooked up. And while I was doing that, I also had ma- mailed the demo to Joe. Um, I at that point, I don't think I had ever spoken to him, but we wrote back and forth letters a few times. And then um, one day I was, you know, still living at home in my parents' basement and my phone rang and it was Joe Queer waking me up when I was sleeping on my mom's couch in the basement. Uh, And we started bullshitting. And um, at the time, so we had our, our session scheduled with Mass for January of 2002. And I thought that I knew the Queers were recording around that time. So I said to him, if you're going to be there at the same time as us, do you think you could sing on a song? Um, and he's like, well, we'll be gone by then. He goes, but if you want, just mail me the tapes and I could record it in uh, in Boston. So that's or, or not oh, in nice. Boston, but in New Hampshire. Yeah, sure. And that's what that's what he ended up doing. Yeah, he's a good guy. Like uh, he's he's very approachable. And I know that, I mean, the first time that I met him, it was like it's fucking Joe Queer. But then you talk to him, it's just like, you know, he, yeah, just, like, like, yeah. Like, like now I, I kind of just email email with him here and there. But back in the day when I would like call him on the yeah. phone, I, I'd almost feel bad. Like I'd want to just ask him a quick question and then he'd keep me on the phone for an hour. Yeah. You know he'd... <laughs> and, and like yeah. he was always good to us. He, he hooked us up with shows. He let us open up for for the queers. Um, I saw when he was on your show, he invited one of you guys to his house for Thanksgiving. right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Matt, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was really funny. But uh, yeah, he's he's a good guy. So that's it's cool to get hooked up, um, you know, with a band like you guys with the, with the similar sound to get hooked up with someone like that. I mean, it's that's the great thing yeah. about punk rock, right? Like, I mean, the legends are approachable, and you know, you could go see a great band play and then talk to them. No, I was gonna say that all the bands that we like, you know, you go to see a show and then you're buying T-shirts from them at the merch table after the set. So right. it's no, you know, I remember the first time we, I think Frank and I went to see MTX and like. Dr. Frank was just like standing there talking to somebody. They're like, that's, he's just there. Like, it wasn't like he was like backstage. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, it was, I mean, we were like, 
78 years old. It's like, this is cool. Like, you know, it's not like, you know, you could just go hang out and talk to them. Like, it was so awesome. And then we ended up uh, at one point uh, playing a couple shows with the Groovy Ghoulies, and that was really cool. Kepi was really awesome. And, uh, you know, it, it's, like you said, it, it's, a, it's a cool community that you could feel comfortable just to, like, walk up to somebody and start talking to them, and you don't feel like uh, a fanboy or, you know, or anything. It's just, like, you hang it right. out like it's nothing. The last show you guys played, was that the the dummy room Christmas show? Yeah, yeah that was it. Yeah. Yep. If you want to consider that the list. And that was, so that was like, that was all like um, remote. Oh right? yeah. There that was no, like, uh, yeah. yeah, we, we had yeah. to do that here. Everybody recorded their segment beforehand and sent it in and then they, they edited oh, okay. it, it all together. Yeah. Oh, I got you. Okay. Yeah. And that was with like the Jasons. We had the Jasons on too. And um, there, <laughs> They're yeah, fun guys. They seem it. <laughs> They're kind of crazy. Yeah, they seem like fun. Not yeah. that you have to rate that episode like uh, PG or probably probably oh, rated R, not even PG thirteen. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> they're good with they're good with like their merchandising and everything. Like they got it. Yeah. They're good about selling the band. Yeah, they're natural yeah, salesmen yeah. for sure. What are you guys plans for post pandemic? Like when all this shit opens up? I don't know. <laughs> I think. Definitely yeah. a uh, a record release show somewhere. That would be pretty awesome. Yeah, it, yeah. It's it's tough to plan anything right now. You know what I mean? Like it, it's a yeah. rough spot because to we want to promote this record as much as we can because all these labels that we're working with have done so much and are working hard and helping us out. But you know, right now it, it's it's kind of sad. But like you know, posting on Instagram and Facebook and doing podcasts like this is kind of the extent of what we can do. Yeah. Um, and even to try to say like, oh, in in May we'll play shows. We don't know what's going to be going on in May. I mean, here in here in New York, right. as of today, you can't even go eat in a restaurant. That's going to change in a few days, but everything is still closed right now. And it's tough because like all the all the bands that there's going to be such a backlog of people trying to play shows because all the all the tours and shit that were canceled yeah. last year are probably yeah. going to get like first billing, and then you know, so it's probably really going to be not until 2022 to it kind of gets back to normal as far as like booking and yeah. stuff goes. No, I agree. I mean, like, but. like uh, I think Richie said, you know, uh, the first goal would be to have a record release show, yeah. but you know, we're releasing our album now and you know, it could be six months to a year where we can have that real show when there's, you know, more than five people out in a room. <laughs> uh, we would each yeah. have to stand six feet apart while on stage while wearing our mask singing, you know? So, I mean, I, do you, I don't want to yeah. do that either. You know what I mean? Like I, I want to be able right. to feel comfortable enough to, you know, be able to get on stage, play, and, you know, not worry about whatever, you know? So I don't know when that's going to be. Right. But th the good thing, though, is we're, we're used to playing punk rock shows with punk rock bands, so if it has to be a show where only five people there, it wouldn't seem oh, that I know. much different to us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My... <laughs> yeah. I would love to play a show with five oh, people yeah. right now. We're looking forward That'd to That would be it. awesome. <laughs> yeah, my band has been social distancing for five years, so... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you guys were ahead of the That's track. Right. Yeah, we're pros. It's, yeah. it's 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 the truth though. Like you know yeah. what I mean. We're we're used to it. What are some of the venues you guys play with? Do you guys play in Staten Island odd, or is it like you go over to Manhattan, or is it kind of like a mix? We've done both but lately. It's yeah, mostly Staten, Staten Island lately. Well, lately, lately, but <laughs> in the past we we did do a mix, but that was in the early two thousands. I would say to mid two thousands. Yeah, we yeah, like. We played CBs cool. a bunch of times. Continental. All those type of places. So we played all the they places gone. you'd think you'd want to, but they're not there anymore. Right, yeah. Yeah, everything's shut down. Yeah, and, you know, a lot more places are shutting down now, which sucks, but 
And now like the places that are left in the city, like for punk shows are, are most of them are kind of bigger, like Webster Hall. Like yeah. if Screeching Weasel would come through, they would play Webster Hall. We're not we're not playing Webster yeah. Hall. Yeah, Urban you know Plaza I mean? like, or something like that. We're not Urban Plaza. We're not Plaza. Urban Plaza, uh, we're not feeling like, like two thousand people. Not that I wouldn't want to, but yeah. you know. Yeah. I saw Bad Religion at Urban Plaza. <laughs> yeah, I've yeah, seen, I've seen that, that yeah. there too. I'm sure it was yeah. the same show we were at one point. Probably yeah. <laughs> I went to um, Iona College in New Rochelle, like for my first two years of school. So I used to come oh, down into the city a lot to see shows, but um, you know, it was good times. There used to be a great place in the city, Coney Island High. Oh, I love that and place. I never went there. Yeah, we, that was like it was, was on St. Mark's, right? It was on St. Mark's, yeah. I think. Yeah, I remember seeing Rancid there, like a surprise show. I saw uh, MXPX like three times there in like six months or something like that. It's like our high school days, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, the Queers there. A couple. I remember a show, we were at the, the Halloween show. Uh, we saw the Queers play. I forgot uh, who opened for them. And then It was the Queers, Mr. T Experience, and the Parasite. That's right. That was a crazy nice. show. And, and didn't, didn't uh, the bassist drop their bass on one of our heads? I can't remember. <laughs> on your head. On my head, right? You, you, that's why you can't remember yeah. it. it. Yeah, that's why. That's it. We were standing by the stage, and his bass fell, and it cracked me in the back of the head. Oh, that's man. Like, that's how close you can get. It was that cool, that place. Yeah. Now, Cornell High was great, but it was it's long gone now. I mean, that was late 90s, I think. The last yeah. show I saw there, I think, was uh, uh, they used to do birthday parties with Joey Ramone in the late 90s and oh, early cool. 2000s. And I remember seeing uh, Ronnie Spector play at Joey Ramone's uh, birthday party. That was really awesome. Yeah, that was probably like 99 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that was one of the last times I was in that place. So talk about where people can pick up the record. Um, so, yeah, the, the, the labels that we mentioned, um, on, for if you want it on vinyl or if you want it on CD, you go to Mom's Basement Records. Um, they have their big cartel page. Um, everything will be there. Um, if they want to get the cassette, um, by the time you're hearing this, uh, the pre-order would have already started. So uh, the cassette is at mbnhtapes.com. Um, and then anyone over in Japan could get the CD from Waterslide. Um, and then there's going to be different like uh, distro sites that are going to have it too. Like uh, John at Mom's Basement works with um, Endless Detention Records in Australia. So they're going to have copies uh, in a few weeks. Um, but yeah, basically, if you go to our, our website or our Facebook page, you could get all the links there. And also digitally, you can find it. Most, yeah. Like Spotify is going to have it. They already have some of our singles, I believe. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and we actually yeah. put out, a, a, I guess, what do you call that? A seven inch? I, I, I don't even know what you consider that. We put out a, what? Hey, is that what we call it? I don't know. I, I'm, not a, <laughs> yeah. I'm not a vinyl guy. I don't really know. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm that guy. But uh, called Better Things to Do, and that's already out available. So uh, check that out also. Cool. Can you guys, do you guys uh, have any tour plans or anything? Or can you, can you guys not really, I can't tour because I have a job and a family. So, but what about you guys? I mean, we don't have any, obviously no plans right, right. now because of COVID and everything. But I, I think even when everything opened up, we would like to try to play some out of town shows here and there, yeah. but yeah, I think we're in the same boat as you. Like it's not happening for a month at a time. Right. right. Yeah. Like that. It would have to be like a know. couple, like a weekend, a long weekend or something. Maybe yeah. do like a go to some location other than New York and, you know, have to drive there and come back. Cool. Yeah. Like John at mom's basement has already approached us about doing some like, uh, like out of town shows and some big things that he's trying to work on, but everything is just up in the air. You can't, you can't plan anything. It's such a yeah, weird time right now. Yeah. Have you guys been 
staying relatively safe? Have you any of you got COVID or anything, or you've been? Oh, thank God. That's cool. Good. I haven't gotten. And I'm very happy to say I haven't. I've been all right. It. Yeah. Very yeah, good. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I know my grandmother lives in Manhattan, and I can't. You know, she's got like all sorts of respiratory problems already, so I I just can't go see her because. God, you don't know. Yeah, yeah. God forbid I gave her something. That, you know. I but, get it. Yeah. It's it's shitty times, man. But it's um. You know, I, like I was talking to Billy Putts, like he just they just put out their Rise and Shine record um, during this, too. Great and album. it did really well. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, good luck to you guys. And I, I mean, it's a great record. I love it. I mean, the, the sound is awesome. Um, again, I can't believe you guys did it in your basement digitally. That's, that's really, <laughs> really cool. So congrats again on that, man. Thanks a lot. Um, Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So de definitely go be sure to pick it up. Um, and I will add the links to the bottom of the podcast. Um, sweet awesome thanks yeah so um you guys have anything any last thoughts any last things you want to put out there well i just want to you know uh thank you for having us and, and really uh i just hope everybody enjoys it as much as we had fun making it because uh i think this was one of the more enjoyable times making this album not that the other times weren't but this was just like like no pressure type of thing like we it was a lot of fun and uh you know other than Richie telling me, sing that again, sing that again. <laughs> uh, that wasn't the right note. Other than that, it was great. Uh, yeah, for me, th thank you for having us, of course. And um, we are very excited about Save the World. And we hope everybody loves it. We had a great time recording it, like Victor said. It's been too long since we released an album. So yeah, nine years. Wow. Hopefully yeah. the next one won't take another nine years. Yeah. <laughs> Even more exciting for that. Cool reason yeah so yep so thanks to everyone anyone that's checking this out and want to thank all the labels mom's basement water slide and uh, memorable but not honorable because they've been working their asses off for the past year getting everything in order for this so we're psyched we're ready to go cool man and i'd love to have you guys on again like once you know all everything opens up and you guys are about to play a show or something um we'll have you on for like a full podcast or whatever and you know sweet that would be fun. awesome yeah that would be great but um Thank you Sounds so good. much. Yeah, no problem, guys. Take care and stay safe. You too. You too. All right, man. Thanks. Talk Thanks to you soon. Yeah, later. Later. Bye. Okay. Thanks again for hanging out and be sure to pick up that record. And uh, as promised from the very beginning of the podcast, here is a song off of that album. This is on Going Places, Save the World. This is Cell Phone Girl. Thanks for hanging out. Cell phone girl, you won't put your phone down Cell phone girl, you're making me crazy Cell phone girl, you're hot but annoying too Cell phone girl, you're sending emojis Cell phone girl, you're talking over everyone Cell phone girl, you're hot but I can't stand you Ring, 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 you're driving me crazy Talk, 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 you can't keep your mouth shut Cell phone girl, you're on epidemic, yeah Everyone, why, 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 you're bitching about everything Cell phone girl, I thought
driving me crazy Talk, 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 you can't keep your mouth shut Cell phone go, you're in an epidemic, yeah Blah, 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 you're annoying everyone Why, 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 you bitch shit about everything Cell phone go, I fucking love painting you